Hello everyone, welcome to Casual Experts Only. Today's episode is a bit of a bonus episode, it's not part of our regular season. Me and my friend just sat down and talked about The Flash. It's basically an extended spoiler review, but we break down stuff, like some of the good stuff, some of the bad stuff, and it's kind of the overall hate this movie has gotten a lot on the internet so hope you enjoy it the full video version is up on our youtube channel if you want to check that out otherwise enjoy the episode hello everyone i'm mike and this is caleb and today going? we're going to be talking about the Flash movie that just came out. First off, this is going to be a bit of a review, but also kind of a spoiler talk. So we, we are going to get into a lot of stuff about this movie. So if you haven't seen it, uh, yeah, you've been forewarned. We're definitely going to get into lots of spoiler territory here. And also warning, this isn't going to be a video just kind of shitting on the movie we both definitely enjoyed this movie though you know there are definitely things that we didn't like that we'll talk about but yeah i know we we were both really hyped for this movie what were your expectations going in um i really just wanted to see a really cool michael keaton batman Mm, yeah um i really wanted to see a lot more zod Mm, yeah yeah and i wanted to see um the flash just down the core yeah 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 i feel like i had a lot of expectations like multiverse wise and like time like resetting stuff just because because of all the stuff that i heard about it like Mm. all the crazy cameos and stuff like i think most of the stuff that was in it like the cameos and whatnot were i kind of got spoiled for me just because i was kind of up on the news and like all the rumors um so i guess going into i was a little bit disappointed that there wasn't like anything that i hadn't really heard of for the most part you know and mm. it also didn't have as much like multiverse stuff as I was expecting. I think I I, I kind of think both from the, like the the promotion the promotional material and also just from like the hype behind the scenes kind of was hyping it up to be some crazy like multiversal movie in a in a way, and it was almost like getting to like endgame proportions like for for the hype. So I felt a little bit of that going in and I feel like this movie wasn't necessarily that, but it was just like a really good flash time travel movie, which, you know, was really what my expectations should have been. Um, And that is exactly what we got. So that that's definitely cool. Uh, Like you said, Keaton's Batman. Great. Um, Like this kind of the overall flash stuff they did was very cool. Uh, But yeah, Let's get into the elephant in the room, the CGI. The, this is kind of like what I see most people hating on this movie for, which they they, they, they kind of were beforehand. I saw like a bunch of TikToks and stuff talking about the CGI, like just from, from the trailers. Mm-hmm. And like there definitely is some rough CGI in here. Um, I think the biggest culprit is whatever technology they used for the two berries. Um, there were definitely some shots where it was very obvious, like which one was the real Ezra Miller and which one was like an actor, and they like you know deep fake yeah. the face or whatever. Uh, I like, I think overall, like it wasn't too distracting. There were a couple scenes where it looked very like Luke Skywalker s, you know, from the from the Mandalorian. Yeah, 
Um, but I think oh, overall, like, I don't know. A lot of people are talking shit about the CGI and then nobody's really talking about like the really good visual effects in this movie, which there are a lot. I mean, considering how much visual effects are in this movie, the fact that you can kind of pick and choose and it's not like the whole movie looks terrible. I mean, obviously, um, when he's trying to go back to the past, right there, it looks pretty bad. Um, the hospital scene looks pretty awful. <laughs> and so, some it of the was... parts at the end battle there look pretty bad. But they're not long scenes. I no. mean, the battle is just when it's like a widescreen shot where mm-hmm. you can see a whole bunch of stuff. I, I mean, it's got a phenomenal story. Uh, there's just other things yeah. to look for. Yeah, I think the main I- issue with like the hospital scene was like the babies looked super fake. Uh, but like everything else in that scene looked pretty good. Like the, the, there was maybe like one shot where he looked kind of weird, like with his movement. But then again, like he does look weird anyway, cause he's, you know, in, in the speed force and moving strange. Um, but yeah, like it was, it, it's, it's kind of no, no much more than we kind of seen a lot of modern, like CGI heavy movies. They're mm. definitely just a lot of shots of I don't know if it's unfinished CGI or they just like kind of stopped working on it. And we're like, that's good enough. But there definitely seems to be a big issue in Hollywood now with using so much CGI. And there's only so many visual effects companies. And it seems like they're getting like overworked. You know, they have too much work and uh, too many tight deadlines. And it's just kind of spreading throughout pretty much all of Hollywood at this point. And I kind of feel like some of it is because there's so many movies and some of it, I think is they're relying too heavily on CGI nowadays, like with the two berries, like with whatever technology they used, I definitely don't think we're at that stage yet where we should be using it for everything, you know, like they used it in the Mandalorian at the end of season two for, Luke Skywalker. I'm not. I'm not saying it's like the same exact technology, but there's been a lot of like de aging and replacing people's faces and stuff in movies and TV lately. Like here's that that shot, and and it's like it looks like him, but it looks kind like like the eyes look super dead and the face just isn't quite there, you know? Right. And there are a few scenes in the Flash where Barry's face looks kind of like that for like a scene. It's like kind of just really distracting for a second, and I feel like they should really just work on perfecting that, that kind of technology before they put it in like every movie. You know, I I don't know why they're doing that. I'm not sure why they made that decision for this movie. Maybe it was because of like reshoots and stuff, or maybe they thought it would look good enough, but I feel like they should have relied more on like older techniques that they've used in the past for movies, like having the actor just like do both scenes and then putting them together in the same frame, you know? Yeah, I agree. But I mean, other than that though, like, honestly like i don't know why people are focusing so much on the negative because there are a lot of really cool scenes in this especially like with flash's powers and just how those work and like some very cool shots and really there are definitely parts where especially with um michael keaton's batman where you can't tell if it's like real or cgi which i think is you know speaks to um their their skill there with those scenes but yeah, let's talk about Flash's powers because they 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 we've seen we've we've seen a lot of speedsters the last several years, both from Marvel and DC. You know, we've had CW Flash and had Quicksilver and two like two different versions of Quicksilver. And yeah, I feel like this movie still 
found a way to have a unique take on like super speed, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, yeah. What did, what did you think? I agree. I think the first running scene when he runs to Gotham to the hospital, I mm-hmm. think that looks pretty okay. Yeah. Um, I'm happy they kind of made him go really fast and like everything else was in slow motion instead yeah. of everything being in slow motion. Mm-hmm. This, this, now this is incredibly nitpicky, but I, I I think the way Ezra like swings his arms looks kind of weird. Yeah, but the actual um, speedster scenes look great. Yeah, I, I, I wish think... they would have done a bit more like what uh, Makari was in Eternals. But yeah, props to them for not just trying to copy. Right, exactly, and I think they really kept the way he moved in Justice League. You know, both. You know, with the weird arm thingies, which mm-hmm. I think a, a lot of people kind of have a problem with that, which I, I kind of mixed feelings. It does look goofy sometimes, but at the same time, that's kind of how he looks like in the comics, like very exaggerated, you know, movement. You just don't notice in the comics because it's like it's frames, you know, you, yeah, you don't see true. it in action, you know, like it's very exaggerated. So I don't know if that's what they were going for, but also it kind of seems like he kind of glides over everything. Like he's sort mm-hmm. of like gliding on the speed force or everything it doesn't look like he's like pushing off the ground just kind of gliding so i think that's kind of part of it and i think that's a very unique even though it looks weird sometimes i think it's a very unique way to show like speedsters running more just like gliding over the ground and everything and we do see him like actually run like when when he um picks up speed right after he has that flashback of like his mom dying and everything it does show him running normally so it seems like it's a choice that they want him to run that way like in the speed force for whatever reason yeah Um, so yeah like it does look a bit goofy but at the same time i do like that it's a unique choice i guess um but yeah like i loved all the yellow lightning and it was interesting how they he he had the blue lightning when he wasn't in his flash suit and then he had the yellow lightning when 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 he was. I thought that was interesting. They they never really explained that, but I'm guessing not number one is because in Justice League he had the blue lightning and they wanted to keep continuity. Um, mm. But secondly, I think it's because at one point he says like his suit di- dissipates energy. So I'm guessing yes, that's yeah. that that that's why. Which you know I think is cool because th- that's what it looked like in the comics. I know they had the blue lightning because that's like more like true to life. That's what electricity more l- mm-hmm. looks like. But I, I, I am glad he had the cool gold light lightning like he had in the comics. Uh, what, what, what do you think of like the Speed Force slash Chrono Bowl thing? When I first saw that scene, when he first goes back in time, uh-huh. I didn't know what the hell I was watching. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but once you figure it out, I was like, oh wow, that's really cool. I mm-hmm. thought it was a very interesting way that they did that. Yeah. And it really reminded me of um, the CW Flash when Reverse mm-hmm. Flash goes in his little chrono ball. Yeah, right. E- exactly. That's what I was thinking. Because that, that's a thing from the comics, too. Booster Gold u- mm-hmm. uses a, like a time sphere thing to time travel. So I think that was probably a nod to that. Uh, and I what I also found interesting is... Um, I know you haven't seen it, but in Zack Snyder's Justice League, when Flash goes back in time, it looks like blue and kind of like like space. And we do see that for a second when he's picking up speed. He sort of goes into like a blue like space area, 
which I'm guessing is kind of like, you know, showing that that that's the speed he was at in Zack Snyder's Justice League when he went back in time. But then he went even faster and like broke time even more to, to, to the point where it was like in that Chrono Bowl thing. Mm. And yeah, I, at first when when we saw that scene, I was kind of like, "Oh man, the people and everything look kind of weird. Like they don't look <laughs> like they they look kind of like a video game." But like the more I saw it, I was like, "This is obviously a design choice because they all look the same." Yeah, you know. Um, I don't know if people have been complaining about that CGI, but like I I know Andy Muschietti said like he was saying the bad like the bad CGI or weird looking CGI was on purpose. I'm pretty sure he was talking about that. Um. Because it was apparently it was supposed to like be more like re- representing Barry's memories than like actual real life, you know, events. So that that that's why it didn't look a hundred percent true to life, mm. I guess. Um, but like I did think it was cool, like what they showed, like all 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 the different events, both from that movie and Ju- Justice League, and there were actual scenes in it that were only in. Zack Snyder's Justice League, so that they pretty much confirm that like that, that that's canon. Not to mention that Bruce said s- something to Barry about you know the last time you went back in time, um, in I forget what you know town it was, but in Russia. So he said he did mention that. Um, so that was interesting. Uh, his powers were pretty cool. Oh yeah, there was also that 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 thing where he used um. He did that like tornado thing. That oh, was super yeah. cool. That was really sick. And then it was, when he came in and drop kicked the dude inside of it. Yeah, really yeah. Cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like on, honestly having them both together fighting, just the way their both their powers blended together was very mm. cool. Uh and yeah, though there, there was honestly a lot of slow motion. There wasn't a whole lot of like zip 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 like there is and I think in a lot of other speedster uh a- adaptations like in the flash tv show and stuff like there are certain times where they are like in slow motion but the, i think feel like this movie like really focused on that aspect of it i feel like probably because they would they like the movie f- focused on him on barry and they kind of wanted to show him when like show like his po- perspective his point of view when he uses the powers you know which i feel like is pretty cool because you know they Though, like, you know, some scenes didn't look great. They do technically have the technology to do that and make it look good. Um, but, yeah, I thought all that was pretty cool. And, oh, and the and the phasing. I'm glad he did, like, as there there, there, there was a lot of phasing, and, I, and I'm glad. Because mm-hmm. that's, like, one of his coolest powers to me, I think. It was really cool to see that on the big screen. Yeah, and I really liked that scene where uh barry was carrying young barry and they phased through the door to the lab and used like they like showed the molecules like passing through the door molecules yeah that was that that was was super cool yeah yeah i really enjoyed that so yeah i mean i think i don't know i feel like i don't know if i'd say it's like all of it was like my favorite um adaptation of like speedster powers but at mm. the same time, I feel like they did a lot of really unique things and definitely some of the coolest like flash scenes we've ever seen in live action. So that was really I cool. agree. One hundred percent. I, I kind of feel like people are a little spoiled, like because we, we, we've had so many other speedster adaptations. Now, I feel like if this movie came out, you know, if, if there wasn't a, a flash TV show two Quicksilvers and then Macquarie and the Eternals and, and everything else. 
I feel like people would be like blown away by the speedster stuff in this, but I feel like people are just like, uh, you know, just like nitpicking it instead. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like I've seen people like comparing it and comparing the Speed Force like to the CW version, which I'm sorry, but I, I like, <laughs> like it, the CW, it doesn't hold a candle to even, <laughs> even yeah. the worst CGI in this looks better than like 95% of the stuff in the CW show. So yeah, yeah, 100, 100%. You know, and I get it. it it's, it's a TV show budget, but damn, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, it is really, they try to make it bad. It seems like. Some yeah, for for real. I mean it, it and it somehow it's gotten worse. But I I I kinda liked the time travel con- like they, they found a unique way to explain time travel as well. Uh like the way they, they're like these um I forget what they called them, like the the these like con- convergence points or something, but like just like the whole analogy with like the spaghetti and how you basically create a whole new timeline. You're not just oh. cre- you're not just changing the future. You're changing like yeah. the whole timeline. I thought that was a pretty interesting way to explain it. And like because I, I going into it, I was curious like how are they going to explain Keaton's Batman in this? Because technically, yeah, it, his adventures would have happened before Flash's before Barry was even born. You know. Um, so I, so I, I thought that was interesting and like it made sense in the context of the story. I, I do remember something interesting they said about, um, like if somebody kept changing the past, that eventually it, it, it would create so many alternate timelines, it would create a multiverse. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I'm thinking, like, are, are they kind of suggesting that basically Barry and Dark Flash like created the multiverse? Because, like, the more B- Black Flash and Young Barry were like going back in time, it seemed like when that happened, we saw the multiverse open up. And yeah. like, I'm thinking, like, was the multiverse already supposed to be like that, or were they s- telling us like this movie was creating the multiverse? Because if that's true, they're like totally ignoring uh, the Crisis on Infinite Earths thing on the CW, which I mean. Fair enough. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, like, are, are are they introducing the concept of the multiverse? Like, this is it, and we're just kind of going to ignore, you know, like, we're, we're not saying that the multiverse existed, and we're just tapping into it. We're saying we're, like, creating the multiverse. I was kind of, like, wondering what, yeah, like, if they were saying that or not. That's a really fair point, and I have really thought of it like that. Yeah, it'd be kind of interesting because, like, Young Barry slash Dark Flash went back in time, like, so many times for, it seemed like, decades. So, I guess, in theory, that could have created the multiverse. But at the same time, you know, like, like, like the Crisis on Infinite Earths event crossover thing basically tried to say, like, every DC property ever is part of the multiverse, which I do like that, even though... You know, it's the CW, and I wasn't like they 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 didn't do everything great in that crossover. But I'm not sure how I feel about the concept of like this movie creating the multiverse. Basically, I mean, like I feel like it makes sense. It would make sense if it wasn't DC, I guess. But I feel like this was already part of a multiverse, mm-hmm. and saying that like this movie now is creating the multiverse. I don't. I'm not sure how I feel about that. But that's not even. It's not even clear if they were saying that. But it's kind of like the impression I got. So let's talk about the characters real quick. So we have two Batman, two Flashes, and a Supergirl plus Zod and a Dark Flash. So 
Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> what did you think of Batfleck in this? Well, for the little amount we saw him, uh, I really do like his Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And I, I really like seeing a blue and gray Batman suit. Yeah, that was sick. His cowl did look yeah. kind of odd to me. Yeah. The, the nose was way too big. Yeah. But seeing him in action again was just really cool. Yeah. And it really just makes me think of like what could have been. Right. I know that's something a lot of people are, are saying. And I, I yeah, I, re- I really feel like just I felt like every DCU movie, it wasn't clear. Like, are are, are they going to reference other movies? Is, is this like still part of the same timeline or not? It all seemed very nebulous for years. So mm. it never really felt like a full universe because it felt like they were one step away from rebooting everything, you know, partially because of the two versions of J- Justice League and then. The Suicide Squad was kind of a sequel, kind of a reboot of the first, you know, it's like all that stuff. So, you know, it never felt like a full cohesive universe or like, you know, like like what Marvel has been really good at doing. Uh, and yeah, like I think overall, like I didn't mind the suit. I think it looked better than I expected from like the set photos, you mm. know. Um, and granted, also, it's it seems like it's a protective like biking outfit. I don't think it's an actual like suit you would wear outside of that scenario yeah i feel like it looked better in the movie besides like the cowl looks like the most uncomfortable part of it and i like that his cowl and cape were blue but like his his cowl really hasn't looked very good since i think batman v superman like in justice league it looked kind of weird like that and it looks the same like here too so yeah but it, it was very cool to see him do stuff we haven't seen him really do before like use his cape to glide um stuff like that that was pretty cool and dude he took like three hits from a car dude that that was like nuts (laughs) yeah that was ridiculous yeah uh i did like too like all his gadgets looked the same like his grapnel gun and everything all looked the same as in the previous movies i'm I'm glad they kind of stuck to that uh but yeah keaton's batman that was very cool to see i feel like I kind of feel like the fan base is a bit split over like whether, you know, they cared about Keaton's Batman or not. But like, I grew, I grew up with like all the Batman, you know, I grew, I grew, right. I grew up with Keaton's, I grew up with Bale and everything, but I think Keaton's was, was one of the first ones for me. And I, I always loved the aesthetic for his Batman, you know, just like the way Gotham city felt like this, you know, very dark, but also kind of zany world, you know? Oh yeah. And just like all of his, gadgets and vehicles has had a really great comic batman feel it it just took place in like an older time when graphics weren't so great you know so mm-hmm. being able to see him actually do like really cool stuff that they couldn't do back in the day was so satisfying and like the fight scenes he had were so cool and they really showed like how you know because for for me batman fight scenes are super important you know that's like one of the you know one of the biggest things is like he's an expert martial artist if you're not going to have good batman scene batman fight scenes then you're missing a huge chunk of batman so i was really happy with the fight scenes that they gave us and the way he took on the kryptonians like even though he couldn't do too much what he did do was pretty cool and and ingenuitive like when he used like a like a cable to like lock to of the Kryptonian ships together and they just like smashed into a smashed into each other. And the way he used those, 
explosives to take out that big Kryptonian guy. Mm -hmm. I thought all that was was very cool. They really revamped his um, fighting scenes compared to oh, 1989. Abs- oh, absolutely. I, I, th- that's one of the things I was most looking forward to. And I, I was very happy with that. The only thing I didn't like was having to watch him die twice. I yeah, that, 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 that really stuff. made me and, upset. Yeah, and speaking of that, I feel like even though it was a longish movie and I felt like the pacing was very good for this movie, like mm-hmm. it, it, it didn't feel like two and a half hours. But it didn't feel like it had scenes that had room to breathe. Like it didn't feel like, say, like in recent memory, like Venom 2, like it felt like all the scenes were like cut way too soon. So it was basically just like a dialogue scene, next scene, dialogue action, next scene. You know, I felt like there were there was plenty of like slower scenes in this, but the pacing was very good. But I I, I really would have liked to see more of Keaton's Batman. Like it felt like we just kind of got introduced to him again and then you know we we didn't see him again which i think is partially because of you know the different endings um but yeah we got to see zod again which was very cool um he wasn't really in it much but you know it was still fun to see him and he 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 still felt the same as in man of steel you know i don't I like I feel like sometimes when when they bring back an actor from like a previous movie they 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 kind of just you know don't feel the same or feel like a really hollow version and the scenes he was in like he killed it you know he still felt the same Oh yeah you felt his presence Yeah ex- exactly So yeah last character talk about Supergirl what did you think of Supergirl It was we've never like seen her in this type of movie Mm. Um, or really any movie in general besides yeah. the uh, older ones. Yeah, right. And I think that this is a really nice take on her. She yeah. was a little bit darker mm-hmm. than I feel that she usually is. And I thought when they were escaping the prison and the way she was just dominating everybody yeah. was really cool. That to was see super her like cool. skin and things come to life when she got in the sun again was really cool. Yeah, yeah, and I, like pretty much all her fight scenes were super well done and really mm-hmm. cool. Uh, I, yeah, I felt like she ba- she barely got introduced, and then she sort of like was out of the movie too, like as well as Keaton's Batman. Which yeah, I kind of would have liked to spend more time with her because like I think she was a bit darker. Like some versions of Supergirl are the she is a little like angrier and has less control than Clark and a little darker. And mm. I thought it was cool that they adapted that. And she's sort of a blend of different Supergirls because she looks more like the injustice version of super. The, 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 there's, there's like a couple Supergirls in the comics that have like shorter hair, you know, sh- shorter, dark hair. Um, mm. So like, I didn't really mind the, you know, that she wasn't like blonde hair, blue, blue eyed that much. Um, I think she looked more like Superman's cousin anyway. You know, I know it's probably sacrilege to say that because she's blonde in the in the comics, but I like I, I didn't mind the way she looked at all. So, and I her su- and her suit was cool too. Uh, I agree. It, it was very interesting. Never seen really anything like that before. It was very original. It looked yeah, nice. it, it was a cool. I I definitely like it a lot more than like the you know this the, the whole skirt thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked kind of like a. Just like a like Superman suit, but like a different twist to it. It was it For was pretty woman. cool. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, the main story, like, take away all of like the time travel stuff and all that stuff. I feel like deep down, this was a really good story. Just like a really good story for Flash to really de- develop him. 
I feel like having two berries really helped with that. And they really felt like completely different characters. Like, I feel like Ezra Miller's acting was really good because you really felt like it was two different people in the movie. It, it didn't feel like, oh, it's just, you know, Ezra Miller and a second Ez, Ezra Miller, you know, even though they looked the same, they, they, they were very different characters. And I feel like they did a lot of detail with that too, because um, I feel like, Barry and Justice League, the mo- like the Justice League movie kind of felt in between these two versions. Like he wasn't mm-hmm. as immature as young Barry, but he wasn't as mature as, and seasoned and experienced as older Barry. So I think they did a really good job with that, making Barry a little more m- m- mature. And then his younger self was even more immature than we've seen before. But also I feel like that makes sense too, because he hasn't had to go through the hardships that um, main timeline Barry has had to go through. You know, he's been yeah, kind that was of, one of the points, yeah. Right, exactly. So I think all that was really interesting and just kind of the themes of Barry, you know, like like what Bruce has said at the beginning, you know, about not not letting, you know, your scars de- de- define you and like you're not supposed to change um, you know, the things in your in your past. I thought that was very interesting. Um Yeah. And just, you know, like it, it very loosely followed the the flashpoint storyline which i didn't mind because it wasn't trying to like it, it wasn't called flashpoint you know it wasn't trying to be a totally accurate version of flashpoint if you know what i mean yeah I, i'm kind of with you on the same boat i was a little disappointed but at the same time like eh. like i was disappointed like years ago when it was first like announced yeah. all the changes <laughs> yeah. but like it's been like three years I kind of got over that, you know? Yeah. I didn't expect it to be a direct adaptation, but they honestly adapted it way more than I expected them to, like with Supergirl being, you know, and like crashing on Earth and being stuck in a cage her whole life, even though it was Superman. And then Keaton's Batman was kind of like Thomas Wayne, but, you know, it was Keaton's Batman. And then all all that stuff, they kind of did more with it. And the whole thing with, like, his mom. The thing I, I didn't like so much was they kind of just made his mom's murder seem random. I definitely prefer when it's like, there's like a reason for it, like with reverse flash, even though it's a crazy paradox of like, you know, how, where did the flash come from? If like reverse flash killed his mom, but reverse flash was only reverse flash as a flash, you know, like that whole thing, but it still makes a lot more interesting. I did see, I don't, I don't think it was the director. It might've been the producer. But he did say that Reverse mm-hmm. Flash did kill his mom in the movie. Yes. And originally, that's what it was going to tease. And the yes. sequel was going to be Reverse Flash. That's what... That, yeah. that makes me feel only a little bit better, though. There was no sort of teasing or confirmation at all. You didn't I see know. anything happen. He just walks downstairs and she's got a knife in her stomach. Like, uh... Uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. That, yeah, that, yeah, that kind of... But I am glad that they didn't make a dark Flash. I'm glad they didn't mm. make it like Barry killed his own mom. Oh man, you know? that would that, oh man, that would have made me so mad. Yeah, I wouldn't have oh, liked that. I'm, I'm glad that they didn't do that. Which speaking of Dark Flash, I do wish they had like I was expecting there to be more of a battle. You know, he he just sort of sh- showed up, pushed Barry out of the Speed Force, and then at the end he was just sort of like, ah, oh, I'm you from the you know whatever. Which like I, I thought really I really love to see a speedster battle. Right, which like I thought was fine, but I, I like. And to, to, to be honest, I was expecting like them to show young Barry turn into Dark Flash. I didn't expect young Barry and you know his future self to exist at this in the same like moment, mm. I guess. 
So that that was an interesting aspect I didn't expect. And like the way he died made sense, him killing his past self. I thought that was a pretty good way to defeat him. Mm. But I kind of would have liked to see more of him because like I feel like they didn't do a whole lot with him. I feel like. And I feel like he, you know, he was there to be more of a representation of like this is you when you're trying to just fix everything like you know when you're abusing your power to try and fix every bad thing that happens like you know it it just turns out terrible for for everybody including yourself so like in in that aspect it was a cool and interesting thing to do but i would have liked there to be like a speedster battle you know yeah i at first when you first saw him pop up when he pushed barry out of the portal Mm -hmm. i thought it was some sort of butchered like time wraith Oh yeah, that's yeah. the first thing that came to mind, and I was like, "That's not at all what that looks like." <laughs> no, no. So I yeah. really wasn't like surprised to find out that it wasn't, but that was my first thought. Yeah, yeah, he did look pretty cool, though. I must say, like all the like yeah. Kryptonian stuff on him that was that was pretty sick. Mm. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about the cameos. So at the end, we get some multiversal cameos, like with. I was honestly kind of expecting more, to be honest, but I guess I should have. I was have. Too. Yeah. And I was, I was kind of expecting to be different. I was, I was expecting him to, like, be more traveling through the Speed Force and seeing the multiverse. I wasn't expecting to see, like, all, like, the multiverse kind of crashing around him. But, yeah, we got to see Christopher Reeve and also um, Supergirl. It was in that Supergirl movie that was kind of like a spinoff sequel of the Superman movie. Mm. Um, and then there was Christopher or not Christopher fucking, um, Nick Cage, which was honestly the coolest one. Like I, I knew it was going to happen, but I expected it to just be like a really quick glimpse. I didn't expect it to be like an actual, like mini fight scene. That was pretty sick. Honestly. Yep. It was pretty cool. What do you think of them being like completely CGI? (sighs) I'm not the biggest fan of it. Yeah. I feel like what, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like you have that, like for for Christopher Reeves and the black and white Superman, I, I forget his uh, the actor's name. George Reeves, very very yeah. yes. Um, that those kind of made sense. Yeah, but uh, it just could have been done better. Yeah, it, like especially Nicolas Cage's, because like mm-hmm. you you obviously got his permission. You obviously had him yeah. there to scan his face and whatnot. Yeah, uh, what's the point? What's what's and the CGI and the spider he was fighting. Honestly, looked fine to me. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It looked dope. And, then and like he, he, he turns around, and it's just like, oh, I'm watching a PS2 cutscene. Right. Which, like, I mean, like they looked good for being CGI created, you know, things. But yeah, like I don't know why. Like I guess maybe they just wanted them all to be the same because you obviously can't have George Reeve and Christopher Reeve be there in mm. person so i guess they they didn't want them to be like cgi and then nick, nick cage to be real or they didn't want to just plaster like their the old actors faces on like a body double or something mm-hmm. um i i guess i'm not really sure and i'm not really sure that that would have been better to be honest because i mean just look at this you know that that's yeah. basically that's basically what the, what they did there and it's looked off but I feel yeah. like they they could have mixed like real people with the CGI, and it still it it kind of would have been cooler. But oh well, like it it was still kind of cool though. Um, I really wish we would have gotten uh, Grant Gustin. 
Me too. That was kind of a missed opportunity, though. Like I wasn't expecting that little Jay Garrick nod, which was kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely would have liked to see more multiverse stuff. I was a little disappointed there wasn't more like teases to stuff. And I felt the ending was a bit like I really liked that the ending, you know, like his dad got out of prison and everything. But I feel like the ending just opens like leaves more questions than it answers. I agree. It, it and George Clooney showing up for the post credit scene. Yeah, it doesn't really explain to me uh, how that resets the universe. Right. Like I like, did. We know he's not going to be the Batman going forward and Brave and the Bold. So I just I don't know. We have to wait and see. I, yeah, because I feel like like that was a fun cameo, and like I knew it was going to happen, but it was still fun. But yeah, it doesn't. I feel like they're just kind of not going to pursue anything <laughs> extra with this which kind of yeah you know on the one yeah you know, kind of makes me sad a little bit because i feel like there was potential to really make like a really cool um franchise with this and speaking of the endings there was like three endings so the like i am kind of glad the original ending didn't happen but i i i, I could have settled for the second one so the original one was michael keaton's batman and um Sasha Kaye's Supergirl were supposed to be at the end at at the courthouse with Barry, and it was supposed to be implied that basically Keaton's the new Batman now, and she's like the new Kryptonian character, so like Superman doesn't exist, mm-hmm. and only Supergirl exists, which I'm not really a fan of that, and I'm not sure how I feel about Keaton being like a Batman, like the main Batman going forward. I feel like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to make him because they were like going to ha- have him be like the Batman for the Batgirl movie, you know? And I just like, I'm not really sure how I feel about that. Like it would have been cool to see more of him, but he, he doesn't really make sense to build the, like the DC f- movie franchises off of that, you know? But the second one was those two, but also C- Cavill was supposed to be there as, as Clark Kent and Gal, Gal Gadot was supposed to be there as Wonder Woman. And apparently this got cut because they made they filmed that kind of in that weird limbo time when Black Adam came out and they were still planning on like kind of making a Man of Steel 2 and everything. So they filmed those cameos to build off of that. But once, you know, they hired James Gunn and they decided to do a reboot, they scrapped all those plans. And I guess they thought that they felt that they were setting things up with that ending that weren't going to be paid off. So they ended up with the George Clooney one, but I feel like the George Clooney one is a little worse because yeah. I mean, granted, I haven't seen it. I really hope they release them on like the Blu-ray or something, or if there's like an alternate, you know, like like alternate endings. But because I I really would like to see that to see which is better, because I feel like the ending that we got was just kind of a you know like a all right cameo and then. Like, where do we go from here? I feel like at the very least with the Superman and Wonder Woman and Supergirl and Batman one, I feel like that at least gives us like, we know where this could have gone and would have gone. So we can at least rest easy knowing that that exists somewhere in the, in, in the universe. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like maybe the ending was a bit d- disappointing, like, like the very end, you know? And and then like the end credit scene where drunk Aquaman is talking with Barry, you know, <laughs> that was actually kind of funny. No, yeah, but... like 
Like I, it 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 was funny, but it didn't do anything. Like I'm kind of tired no. of end credit scenes that don't do anything. They're just kind of like exactly like, ha, ha, it ruins the whole know. point of them and why like they first started happening. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. So and now we're just getting these 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 stupid jokes that are mm-hmm. thirty seconds. And yeah, it's, just, it's pointless. Yeah. yeah, right, exactly. Oh, and and I heard like I sent it to you a little a little bit ago, but um apparently they were going to there's been like this news going around that if the flash movie did well they were going to do a batman begins or no sorry a batman beyond movie with keaton um which god that that makes me sad because that would have been so freaking cool i know that's all i want (laughs) that's Uh, something i really need i mean they might still make one in the future but i doubt it'll be with keaton maybe it'll be like with affleck or something but I don't know. Yeah, that kind of sucks. And because originally that was like the original news that they were going to make a Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton. Um, and then it turned into him being in The Flash. Though I did hear like from some insiders and stuff were reporting that that Batman Begins movie was still going to happen, I think, a- a- after The Flash. And it, and it was going to be it, it wasn't going to be Terry McGinnis. It was going to be like a female character maybe i heard i don't know if that's true or not but if 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 that's the case then i'm not as like if it's not terry mcginnis i couldn't give less of a crap but yeah uh, i don't know i feel like since we're waiting for the reboot and like everything i feel like we're in a spot in dc where it's like everything is what could have been you know yeah yeah and i feel like this movie even though i really liked it there was a lot of like reminders of that but as it was as a flash movie it was very good so to wrap things up what would you rate this movie i was kind of torn yeah um i'm gonna say 7.8 okay i don't i don't think it really belongs with a lot of the movies i have ranked at an eight and i I don't think it really belongs in a lot of movies i have like a seven and a half yeah that's that that's fair because like it's definitely not it was definitely overhyped. I feel like from the fans as well as like the well as well as DC because they like they had people saying like oh it's the best Jesus best comic book movie ever which yeah I, James Gunn was like worshiping it and so was David Zaslav the CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery now mm-hmm. but I feel like he's probably seen two comic book movies in his whole life so yeah probably, probably that, you know exactly. <laughs> yeah so. Yeah, I think for me, I'd probably give it an eight and eight out of ten. Um, just kind of like fair. being able to step back from it because I feel like when when it first came out, I was a, I had so many expectations, I was a little bit let down, and then I saw mm-hmm. so much freaking negativity on the internet. Like holy shit, it was like kind of getting me down. I was like, oh my really god, you know, sad. <laughs> really right? Like, sad. and like it's it, it's hard to think about it and analyze the movie for yourself when you're just yeah. constantly like seeing other people shitting on it. So. I, you know, I, I got some time to kind of step back and think about it more. And it's definitely like a really enjoyable, good movie. It's just not as good as maybe I was hoping it was going to be. Yeah. This has been Casual Experts Only. Please subscribe, rate, and review on your podcast platform of choice. And be sure to check us out on social media and YouTube. Links to those in the description. Until next time.